Hi, I'm Oki, and welcome to Tell Me About Your Book. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Tell Me About Your Book. I'm extremely excited to be sitting down today to finally talking to Ryan F. Holes. He's an author of a really interesting book. It's called Ice and Prey. Hi, Ryan. How are you today? Hi, okay. I'm feeling fine instead of a little bit COVID, but I hope you're feeling better in this way. Oh, I can't. Ugh, COVID sucks. That's bottom line. <laughs> but yeah, that's a, absolutely right. Yes. Well, welcome to the show today. Welcome. And I want to thank you for being here. Yeah, thank you for having me here. Can you tell me real quick where you are? Because you're definitely not in the U.S. We figured that out a little bit already. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's true. Yeah, I'm an, as you just said, I'm an author from uh, Germany, uh, for sure. So I'm a non-US author, but I write in, in English. So I communicate in English. I do my social media in English, but I also translate my own books into German after uh, I've written them and published them in English. The fact that you translated them yourself to German, yes. that's yes. that's so impressive. I can't even like translate a text in Thai, really, because I speak Thai too. <laughs> okay. But, but you, you went above and beyond, Ryan. <laughs> but let's talk about your book, Ice and Prey. Can you tell me what it's about? Of course, sure. In fact, it's uh, first uh, about um, a little bit mystery, a bit of science, and uh, of course, it's also put together into a thriller. It starts with a yeah, very confusing carcass that has been found in in uh, Greenland, close to the Greenlandic capital of Nuuk, the carcass seems to be quite strange. Doesn't seem to fit into the to the animals' world who are living in Greenland at all, or in the Arctic. And it's uh, quite rotten in a way. So it's put into a, a cold storage warehouse to not rotten anymore. And uh, the zoologists who are investigating it uh, think of it to be. A kind of prehistorical creature. So that's, in fact, the moment where my protagonist comes into the story. It's a female protagonist, a paleontologist from Germany. So I chose this to, because I thought it would be easier to describe the, the you getting <laughs> to, to Greenland um, as a German person while then thinking of another nation. I'm <laughs> a noisy side of my own. With. Yeah, and she, she uh, is called... Uh, Professor Susanne Hoffmann. Okay. Maybe you would spell it Susan Hoffman because of the, the English pronunciation of, right. the, of the names. Yeah. <laughs> Susan exactly. Hoffman. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yes. Yeah. And she is uh, traveling to, to Nuke. I've never been to, uh, to Greenland before. She is highly interested to find out what kind of animal it is. And to more and more, she and her team are investigating the carcass the less it seems to fit and seems to, to should be there at all so there's one one point i let my protagonist say this mummy shouldn't exist at all um, because nothing seems to fix and um, what they don't know while they are investigating this strange carcass and dr hoffman is in uh, yeah finding something out about greenland and something fascinating about greenland there is another animal or 
a creature who is hunting inside of Greenland. It's hunting hunters, human hunters, oh, and wow. kills them in quite gruesome ways. And yeah, that are two, in fact, two um, storylines who are put together later. And a uh, little spoiler, there is a third storyline who is coming through this too, and um, close to the end of the book. So uh, everything fixes together to a very... I think very interesting. One of my readers said mind, mind-blowing uh, solutions at the end. Oh, I'm so intrigued, Ryan. This is so cool. Thank you. How did this come about? Did you always have an interest in paleontology or zoology? Like, how did this even come about? Uh, neither nor, I must confess. It was I um, <laughs> more by accident. So I'm, you know, I've started writing when I was seven years old, when I was at elementary school. And while I was learning letters and um, how to write, I was fascinated by the books and by the by little stories we wrote, uh, we read in uh, in school. And I tried to to write some of those stories my own and were about a teddy bear. Um <laughs> And when I yeah, really wrote small little stories about the teddy bear, then hey, our teddy bear was called UMI, so, so U-M-I, that's only three letters that uh, elementary kids in the first grade could right. write quite, quite early. And I thought, okay, UMI can do this and that. And when I grew up, I tried some other t- things to to write. I, um, as a kid, I, uh, I developed a small horror story series that are for kids, of course. I was just eight years or so. It was not so gruesome. And uh, as a teenager, I, I wrote a lot of lot of science fiction. And within the last years, I, I hadn't wrote at all because I had been or I had wrote a lot, but non-fictional stuff mm-hmm. um, because I was stuck into um, into a full-time job and at the same time doing doing a master's degree and uh, second study by uh, being oh. in some work yeah and you have <laughs> you have to write a lot when you do a master's degree yeah. right <laughs> yeah and uh, so i had not the time to do anything anything else to for writing and after i finished my, my master's degree i said okay there's there's time for reading there's time for for writing and um i've started reading a lot of of english novels in the last years so i found the the idea very interesting just uh, writing a novel in English for the first time because I did a lot of non-fictional stuff in, in English before, but mm-hmm. no fictional story. As I was reading um, Jurassic Park by Michael Crichton for the first time in mm-hmm. as an English original, I was so fascinated by this story because I loved the movie from 1993, but the book is a completely different story and I really... I really loved it, and so I said, "Hey, okay, let's try and something something completely different." And um, accidentally, I I came to to Greenland where I'd never been. I must confess, so that was another problem. By while I was writing about a place I had never been to, um, and about the topics I I didn't have studied in any time, like zoology or paleontology. <laughs> I don't know anything about that, but I find it kind of repetitive to to do this and. Um, it was competitive, but it was really fun to to do all the things, all the uh, researches I had to do for for writing the story. I love when authors talk about all the research they have to do, because you've really like sunk yourself into this this story. I remember somebody telling me reading Jurassic Park was so different from the movie. There were so many more facts, and he really appreciate 
Michael Crying giving all those facts, all the science part of it too. Yeah. It makes it more believable, I guess, that this is a possibility that it can truly happen. But exactly. anyway. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. But your book, Ice and Prey, it's a mystery. It's, of course, about science. It's definitely a thriller. How was it writing the thriller part? How was it writing all that adrenaline part in your book? It was writing with a lot of adrenaline, adrenaline in my body, <laughs> I must confess. I had never written something so gruesome and brutal before, and it was, I really must confess, it was kind of fun letting, letting uh, <laughs> my creature kill so many people in so gruesome <laughs> way. But I find it quite fun, fascinating because um, while I was writing it, yeah, I feel deeper into into my my characters and into the even into the creature into the rage it has against the people it kills and uh, so it uh, it make me connected more to my my own characters so i try to transfer these emotions and those kinds of yeah, feelings i had while i was writing those uh, those scenes those thriller scenes all the nervousness or all the pain all the the panic or anything that happens to to other human beings in my book. No human being was harmed from uh, producing <laughs> this book, by the way. <laughs> no, <Noted>. um, <laughs> No one. <laughs> Maybe me, but uh, that's okay. Yeah, um, just uh, try to to transfer those those things to to the papers and to into the lines I wrote. My hope is that the audience, the, the readers, are able to to feel this too and to get uh, a closer closer connection even to to small characters who just appear for a few seconds and then die for example so that they can <laughs> can can feel what they are right this is one point that i really was fixing many parts on doing many work i would say even much more work than than the only research for it to try to get a good uh, character design i i hate books or i hate fictional stuff at all when characters are just stereotype behaving and, and uh, mm -hmm. so and in Germany we say they are just um, polished on the surface you know so there is no depth in them and I really try to to give my my characters more more depth and more more character for my characters in a way right. so that they feel more realistic and that uh, you don't have the ones you you maybe you hate and the one you you love, so you cannot. There are more gray types of them in a way. You know what I mean? Yep, absolutely, and I appreciate it. Thank you. <laughs> There's a lot of history of Greenland in your book. Yes, of course, we get to learn that. How was it having to explore all that history for your book? Like, how much did you want to put in there, as far as what ultimately came out as your book? It was uh, exciting. I, I love history a lot. And I, I must confess, I didn't know anything about Greenland. In the beginning, I had a completely different story in my head. And um, Greenland was just a place I thought about for, for the ending of the story. And um, as I thought about uh, the ending of the story, I said, okay, um, when they will go to, to Greenland, how will they go there? Where will they land when they arrive? Are there cities or anything? And I discovered, oh, okay, there, there are cities and uh, there is even a capital city and uh, an old culture. And hey, there are nearly 60,000 people living there. Mm, right. Maybe it's worth to, to learn a bit more about it. I like and, that you're like, there's 60,000 people. So let's put a, like a thriller in there. <laughs> let's make yeah. it kind of scary. 
Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so it was really exciting to to know to get to know all this history and uh, yeah, I, I researched a lot in, in old documents. Some some of them are in my books or some quotes of them are in my books to make it feel more realistic. Oh, cool! And some German and some some English quotes. Unfortunately, no no Danish quotes since I am not able to speak Danish or Greenlandic. <laughs> But uh, there are, were some really good uh, English and, and German quotes, so I could fix them in my, in my book, too. That's nice. Okay, so you published this book last year. I yes. like the, the publishing time frame that you had. So it was June of last year. Can you tell me a little bit more of your intentions? Why June? I thought yes. that was a cool story. <laughs> yes, I can. Sure. I decided that or I wanted uh, the book to be um, published on the 21st of June at 8.30 p.m. at the local time of Nuuk. So Nuuk, as I said, is the capital city of, of Greenland. There is one scene in my book, 1st of June, uh, it's the National Day of Greenland. So they're celebrating it with, uh, with some highlights, with some traditions I have, and some of them I describe in my book. And at 8.30 p.m., I won't spoil it too much, there is a scene on National Day uh, that happens in my book that is a, a key scene in a, in, a, in a way. So I wanted my book to be published at this time on the date, um, but not at 8.30 p.m. here in Germany or in the U.S. So I wanted to be published on the 21st at 8.30 p.m. There. In, there in Nuke. Right. So the official public date when you uh, search it on the internet is the 22nd of uh, June because that's uh, the date when it was published at local time of the publisher in Germany but um, when you get the time shift to it it was 21st of June 8:30 p.m. in Nuke that's so cool that you planned that out that way I, that's that's so neat but since you published it then how has it been how's it been since because I definitely was following you on Instagram and you had some German readings of your book and I thought it was so cool. But how how has it been though? It's amazing. It's so exciting. I, even if I was before I published it, I was looking for some uh, for some better readers to to just read it and I wanted it. I wanted it to be read by uh, yeah people all over the world to get their the notification of it. And I was so happy that there had been people from Greenland uh, who said, hey, we want to be better reader because, as I said, oh. I, had never, I had not been to Greenland and I wanted to know if I had described everything really realistically and if I described the uh, the Greenlandic uh, character, characters of my book in a realistic way and they can feel themselves into them. And I was quite happy to find out that they liked it and they said, yeah, it's quite cool. And you had never been to our country. No, just research I did for it. <laughs> um, that, was, that was really cool. And um, I also had, of course, some people here in, in, in Germany and in the Netherlands, but also in the US and in, uh, in Venezuela and um, even in uh, New Zealand. And it was so overwhelming to see all those people reading my book all over the world and uh, uh, getting getting some really interesting and really yeah nice and uh, kind uh, reactions from them that I liked the book uh, sometimes said okay I cannot sleep but I liked it was exactly what I wanted to to create and I, I really loved that and uh, yeah after I've published it I was really amazed how how the interest 
where it was because it uh, quickly came into uh, into shops in Greenland and Denmark. Um, it's at stock in Germany now after I've translated it. We Germans love translated books more than English books, I must confess. So I said, okay, I have to translate it for my, for my hometown market. Yeah, but I've also seen that people in the US have bought the ebook version of it because uh, unfortunately uh. I have no bookstore in the US at the moment who is is holding it at stock. So you can get the print version in the US too, but it's a little bit complicated at the moment. Well, you'll keep us updated, I'm sure. Of course I will. <laughs> and if if some bookstore is listening and wanted to to stock it, please just contact me via Instagram. I'm <laughs> totally happy to enter your wonderful country. Well, we'll definitely put all your info in our show notes because yes. <laughs> we do want all this over here in the U.S. I'm in Texas, so I definitely want to advocate for that. Definitely. <laughs> so what is next for you, Ryan? Like, are you still wanting to do a mystery thriller that has a lot of science into it? or Do you have anything working in the back of your head? <laughs> Yes, a lot, I must confess. So I am um, at the end of, of Eyes and Pre, there's a cliffhanger. So um there will definitely be a second part. A second I was book. gonna ask, since you said that you had you had like a third section of the book near toward the end. I was like, near toward the end? What do you mean? Does that mean you're gonna keep us <laughs> hanging? And it's true, you are you did leave a cliffhanger. So what yeah. are some plans on the next one? I must one? confess that this, uh, this fourth line that came out for a cliffhanger for the next one is <laughs> close in this. Yeah, but it's, it's true. I want you to, to get your hung a little bit uh, to do the next one. But I, this time I really want to, to visit Greenland first before I write the, the second Ooh. book. Um, yeah, okay, hope, that, that would make sense, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I, I hope I will be able, we are thinking about maybe going to, to Greenland next summer in 2024. Maybe I will be writing it uh, after after the dissertation. Uh, At the moment, I'm writing uh, another mystery science thriller. It's called Aching Deep. It will play in, Slo uh, in Slovenia this time, and it's uh, it will be m more gruesome, and uh, yeah, we'll... It'll also be a mystery science thriller too. I'm really excited for that. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, maybe we could talk about it too when it's finished. <laughs> I plan on it. Believe me. Any authors who are working on to the next one, I I rope you guys in. Like you have no choice. <laughs> it's in recording. You're stuck with me. For you a got me. Bit. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, what else can you tell me about you as an author? Yeah, as I said, I started writing quite early, and I really. I was fascinating about books since I was a kid, I think. I really love reading books and um, it's so interesting to and makes so much fun to just, just express yourself with words. I tried a lot of things when I, when I was a grown-up and um, at the moment I'm stuck in mystery science thrillers uh, because, yeah, that's that stuff I really love reading, thrillers and mystery and all that stuff. Just like I've said, Michael Crichton, or I also love uh, Clive Kessler, or even Dan Brown, or um, I also like great crime and riddling uh, stories like Stuart Thornton, Seven, uh, Seven Deaths of uh, Evelyn Hardcastle, for example. I loved this one, although it was a completely fictional story. I don't know if I will stuck into mystery science we love for, for the rest of my author's life, but at the right. moment it feels quite good. Right. Okay. Even though you said that we can't get print books in the U.S. at the moment, we can get e-books. Yes. How about where you are? Where can people get your books? 
You can get the ebook version of Ice and Pray everywhere where you can get Kobo. So um, it's available on Kobo.com. Yeah, and um, some bookstores who are working together with with Kobo are, uh, of course, having it in their stock. If you want to to get it as a print version, it's a little bit more complicated since I published it via uh, ePubli. That's a German uh, self-publishing service. And they're cooperating with Amazon Europe, but Amazon Europe isn't shipping to to the US. So you cannot go to Amazon and buy it there. You can buy it directly at ePubli. But the problem is that the page of ePubli is only in German. So you would have to scroll <laughs> to the German eShop to find my English book. But you can do this. Or you can contact me via uh, Instagram or Twitter or TikTok and say, yeah, I'd like to buy your book. And I can tell me. you what to do. Yes. <laughs> you almost have to make like a little TikTok video for us over here. Like, just show me where to go, Ryan. Yeah, but, of course. Wait, there's, there's a no TikTok problem. challenge right there. <laughs> <laughs> well, I want to say thank you for coming by today and from way over there to where I am to discuss about your book that's all the way in Greenland. But this is fascinating. I like the thriller part of it, but I also like the human part of it as far as as far as like the emotions, the reactions to all this. So I think you encompasses a lot of what we expect in in a mystery thriller. And then you add the science part, which I, I really like. So but thank you for mm-hmm. coming by today. And like I said, it's in recording that when your second book comes out, you're coming back to talk to me. So any <laughs> last few minute things you want to tell us or anything else uh what i really want to say is to say thank you to to people like like you who are supporting us in these because (laughs) yeah you're welcome it's so it's you said it's your guys are doing the hard stuff in a way yes What's really hard for an indie author like me is to, to promote my book because I decided to to write it in english because i wanted to have a greater audience i wanted not to to just talk to to audience in, in Germany. I wanted to know what other people think about it, and especially what other people around the world think about it. And that's so awesome to experience that. And I think I won't won't be able to do this without without the internet and especially without people like you who are making us Thanks. as indies more popular you are and thank you. I <laughs> have to thank you. Like indie the small indie bookshops, they are so amazing and uh, I'm not in the in the great trains like Barnes and Noble so I'm, I'm really fixed to small small um, local books I know the the owners and I'm mailing with them through social media or just email or something they help me to sell my book thousands of kilometers on another continent and it's so awesome you know I'm, I'm sitting here in a in a small village with less than 2,000 inhabitants and I know oh. my book is my book is selling in Copenhagen everywhere yeah everywhere yeah and uh, <laughs> I also talked to uh, to a book owner in Manhattan so that is it's really crazy for people like for a person like me so I, I really I really love this uh, the journey my book put me on I'm sure when you held your book the first time I'm sure that was like so euphoric like such a high when yes. you finally completed it. <laughs> yes, it was like a, like a dream came true in a way. Right, Absolutely, right. yeah. And that's why I love doing this because I get to be part of the this excitement. I always invite myself into like y'all's homes and 
writing process. So I always interject myself in there like, hey, make me a part of this. So yeah. it's, well, it's really me just doing the easy stuff while you guys do the hard stuff. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I will talk to you next time, Ryan. Thank you again. And especially us trying to figure out our time difference and things like that. No problem. Don't fine. be surprised when you and your family go to Greenland to do to do your research if I just happen to be there and I <laughs> and I'm like hey I guess I'll sit with you guys at the dinner table don't be surprised <laughs> yeah. I, I, that would not be something I, I that would be something I would do normally <laughs> so, but um but thank you Ryan we'll talk to you next time yeah thank okay. you too I hope you'll be here again yay bye bye Thank you for listening to this episode of Tell Me About Your Book. All the other information from this episode will be in the show notes. Please support indie authors as well as indie bookstores. And of course, the other podcasts, Books, Cats, and Snacks, where me and Caddy talk about all things books and, well, her cats too. See you then. Bye. <laughs>